2007, Fresno, California. A man is awoken in the middle of the night by the frantic barking of his two dogs. Fearing an intruder was attempting to break in, the startled homeowner checked outside the windows but saw nothing outside. It wouldn't be until the next morning, when he went to check the tape from his recently installed security system, that he would witness something that shocked him to his very core. The event would draw the attention of a local TV station, a UFO expert, and a paranormal investigation television show, all within a few short years. What was recorded on film that dark night would go on to cement itself in local lore and spawn a legend of a mysterious creature that haunts the central Californian city. This case file joined the theorists as they joined the brotherhood of spooky traveling pants in the Fresno Nightcrawler. Welcome to Alien Theorist Theorizing Case File 216, The Fresno Nightcrawler. I'm Zell. I'm Dan. And I'm Andrew. Like, do you like my, do you like my Braden impression? Not near Nailed as obnoxious it. enough, buddy. Nailed Not it. even close. He didn't yell. He didn't. I, it's got to be a quick like, hey, everybody, look at me. <laughs> I yelled. I got <laughs> funny glasses on and I'm hilarious. Look at me. Oh, hey. Look at me. Don't look at anybody else. Just look at me. I yelled at the, the appropriate volume to not peak my microphone. <laughs> That's your first mistake. Yeah, yeah, my first yeah. I should have pushed it till it went all red for the entire phrase and then have to use a special software to, to remove the distortion. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I made up for that, I'm sure. The true, um, the true formula that works. It works. In it, our it, podcast. It's been working for 216 episodes, so why stop now? Absolutely. Uh, Braden is turning back to fat Braden in Mexico right now. Mm, killing yes. it. Dude, unli- I, unlimited food. He's having fat surgically implanted back into his body in Mexico. Unlimited well, food, I, unlimited b- booze. But here's the thing though, is everybody's like, oh yeah, Braden's on vacation. He's no, he's not. This is this is like this is a self-help thing for him. He's bettering himself. He's like, listen, I've not been as funny as I have been in the past. I need to increase the bunt. I need to go to Mexico and get as fat as humanly possible and come back and reclaim my title as the fat as the funniest guy. I can do this is unlimited taco bars. <laughs> hey, he's, he's making a sacrifice for us. All right. It's, it's 10.30 right now for him. He's in, where do you go? Cozumel? Somewhere so, somewhere Cancun area-ish, somewhere over there. Somewhere nice touristy. Nice somewhere and touristy, awesome. warm. Mm. Yeah, he's definitely at the Taco Bell right now. About to go hit the dance floor and bust some moves till True. he hurts his knees. It's about yeah. three tequila shots <laughs> deep. Uh, he's probably actually getting in a fight right now trying to sing karaoke. <laughs> I, I think that's more accurate. <laughs> this goon. <laughs> Busting out some really broken Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, lo, ago, karaoke, yo, aura. <laughs> oh, so. Well, uh, ho- he'll return hopefully by next week. Sometime. Yeah, hopefully is right. I don't know. He's, you know what, realistic, you think he's doing karaoke, but he's actually fucking naked in a bathtub filled with ice with no kidneys. Mm. <laughs> 
Sounds more likely. He took yeah, 100% he, more likely. He took the budget tour, and that's where he ended up. <laughs> As we wait for Braden to come back bigger, better, and fatter than before, this week we're talking about something that's come up a few times, an obscure type of, I guess... Ob- not obscure. Totally well-known, <laughs> well-recognized, <laughs> the One of the most well-researched and deep-rooted cryptids of all time the fresno night totally 100 percent more popular than bigfoot here's the difference though like okay i guess bigfoot's not good to, I'm, I'm a little bummed out you brought fucking bigfoot because we got the patterson gimlin but like how many of these fucking stories do we talk about where we have zero video footage we got footage boys yeah it had to have happened. We got two footage. videos. We, we got yeah. Two. So you say Patterson Gimlin film. That's one video. We've got, we got two, two videos here. So it's automatically 100% better <laughs> than Bigfoot. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. The Fresno Nightcrawler. Yes, I have I've heard of this one before. Uh, I was brought up as a topic at our, our weekly meeting because we're a professional podcast and we do that kind of thing. Um, weekly meeting I, on chat. De- de- and, uh, detailed uh, the Fresno meeting. Nightcrawler is known to me and other people, uh, maybe people who live in the Fresno area and maybe by not a lot of people who live in the Fresno area. It's there was totally a couple possible. comments before, like I'm from this area and I've never heard of this. So, <laughs> Well, you must have just moved there because everyone in Fresno knows about the Fresno Nightcrawler. Oh, but I, I imagine there's got to be some sports teams named after them. <laughs> yeah. Fresno Nightcrawlers for sure, man. <laughs> It's a great name. Uh, so uh, rumors of the existence of this strange creature, for lack of a better word, uh, started coming up in 2007 uh, after a video had shown up uh, on the Internet uh, in November of that year. And it was apparently taken by a man named Jose, uh, who withholds his last name. I'm not sure anybody really knows his, his last name. He, he always chooses through the the... The proceeding of the whole event, uh, he chooses to remain anonymous, at least in in name. So, uh, um, hey, listen, I'm I'm liking this already. This guy, yeah, he's not looking for the limelight. Doesn't have any book deals. Is that what you're trying to tell me? He's got nope. no book no deals. Book he's deals. not. He's got no UFO oh, UFO tours. He's not booking conferences. He has what? a video. He's presented it. He's trying to remain anonymous. We don't even know if his actual first name is Jose. That's just what Jose's we've just been given. sitting back, fucking sure. hip hop anonymous. While other people are making money off of his fucking video, I love it. We're starting off. We're good. We're starting off in a good place. During during the evening of the event, Jose said he was startled awake by his dogs barking at something uh, outside his uh, had his house and his front lawn at this point. Uh, Dan, I just have to interject because I've actually done some research and I've read books. Um, I've read a Goosebumps book that told me mm-hmm. that dogs can see ghosts. So that's concerning. They can see and smell ghosts, I believe. Yeah, I learned that see in, and a go- smell in a Goosebumps yep. book. So. And a Goosebumps. Yep. R.L. Stein, 100% um, authority on ghosts. I'd say so. Okay, I'm lying. I, I watch a TV I mean, show. You can't, you can't write that many books, uh, that many, I guess, teen, young Is adult. he not the for- foremost authority not on young ghosts? Adult, but those are, Is he not yes. the foremost expert? I would say R.L. Stein takes the title. I'd say so. I would agree. We wouldn't be here if it weren't for R.L. Stein, boys. Nope. Wouldn't be the same person, at least. I'm close. So having his dogs wake him up from sleep and about, uh, I think it was about, I think they said about one in the morning, one to two in the morning. 
he, now he goes outside. He doesn't really see anything, uh, but he knows that these dogs have been have woken up from something, alarmed by something outside. Now. Uh, he had recently installed a security system, a security camera system in, uh, outside of his house. And he had a camera, which was, I guess, on the top of his house, looking down over his front line. So covering most of his front line um, from the left, from the right side. So you could see um, pretty much like from the sidewalk kind of driveway over to a, uh, a, a like a larger medium tree uh, in his front yard, which is surrounded by this wrought iron fence. Now, later on, uh, after he would check the footage because he, you know, he had the security system, wondered what the dogs were actually looking at. What he saw, it shocked him to the bone about what he saw. Now, do, do we want to show the video? It's a one of a kind. Yeah. Let's, before we get any farther into the description, we're going to watch the video on the live stream. And for most of you listening, we will describe it or, if you want to pause and go look up the Fresno Night Crawler video real quick, you can do that. So it's a really grainy video. It's a grainy video. Across the lawn seems to be walking. It looks like a almost like a bed sheet, but boys, that's terrifying. Okay, let's watch that again. So it, his camera camera picks up. There's a little tree. You see this little ghost figure, kind of. It's like. How do you describe that? It's like two leg walking. It's like it's like shuffling both legs at once, like swinging right, them. Right. So it's it's this it's this billowy um, white figure that is kind of moving across the lawn, and uh, it, it seems to be putting. Uh, it seems to have two appendages, like coming down from like a central either head or something, some sort of appendage. <laughs> it looks uh, like, like a pair like, of pants. It does look like a pair of like pants. Like a pair of pants with no, <laughs> with no person. You can't really describe it any better than a pair of dude, like bell bottoms. Okay. Like, well, one more time. Really see, that's one really more time. Now I've got to watch it and thinking just of a pair of pants because that's, it's like, but no, no one's in the pants. It's just the pants are like no. swinging and walking themselves. So they are walking, like there's one leg going in front of the other, it seems like, and they're moving across the lawn, across the, the central walkway of that line. So they're like possessed now, pants. Perhaps. Possibly demon pants. So Ooh. the reason for, as, as Zell mentioned, this really grainy photo, apparently um, in 2007, this security system that Jose had installed, uh, according to reports, like this was recorded on a VHS. Um, so this was recorded on a VHS. Now, Jose saw what would eventually become, this would eventually become labeled the Fresno Nightcrawler uh, when he was reviewing the footage. He, he was so alarmed by this, he wasn't exactly sure like who to contact about this. Now, Jose is from Fresno, California, um, and he's also, a, um, he's also a Latino. And so he contacted the only really person that people that could think. So he contacted the local Univision or Univision, uh, which is a popular uh, Spanish speaking uh, TV network here in the United States, probably other places too. I don't know. Do you guys have Univision? We might get Canada? that. We might get the, your version of it on like on cable or satellite, right. but it's not. I mean, I used to watch Univision all the time because they're fucking soaps are dope. Like, <laughs> What is it like Telemundo type shit? Yeah, it's te- Telemundo and Univision are like the two oh, okay. uh, Spanish speaking you know, TV I remember networks. There was kind of there was a Hispanic show that would be on like late at night on Channel Twenty Four, and you might be able to see some boobs every once in a while. Twenty Four right? Showcase. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, yeah, I'm, the bro- yeah. I'm not talking about Red Shoe Diaries. You're not talking about Red Shoe Diaries. I'm not talking about David Duchovny. You're not talking about Red Shoe Diaries. No, that was my shit though. Who's <laughs> if you if you grew up around our age, Red Shoe Diaries was your coming of age. 
Oh, big time, dude. <laughs> I do, oh, dude, showcase channel 24. That I want. Did you ever watch Flesh Gordon? No, that's one. Oh, yeah, that's, oh yeah, that's God, old school dude. porno. Yeah, dude. Flesh Gordon. They play that on channel 24. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you won't see a lot of booze, but there's a lot of, uh, yeah, there are a lot of attractive ladies on Univision and Telemundo. They have very, uh, no wonder, awesome. no wonder Jose's submitting. So, so Jose contacted the, uh, the local news team from Univision and he managed to get the video, uh, submitted to them. So he, he sent it to them on VHS and then, the thing is, like back then, I guess they couldn't figure out exactly how to get it from VHS and then copying it into a digital format. So a lot of the videos, if you look it up, like you're only going to see the one video that we just showed right now. But it is it is basically somebody recording uh, the video playing on a monitor. So somebody is playing the VHS Wait, tape it, on a monitor and somebody's recording that monitor. This is 2007. That's the that's the peak of technology in 2007. Well, now was Apparently. the is the video from around here, or is this is just when he sent it in finally? That's his video. That is his. That is from his footage yep. of this from his security system. And it was from 2007. It wasn't like he didn't film it in the 90s and then no. like hold on to it. That was 2007. <laughs> he so VH. So he's got an old system. You know, whatever. I mean, people yeah. people. That was like right during the transition from like tape to. That's when like DVDs were becoming obsolete or uh, VHS was becoming obsolete when DVDs taking their place, but you could I still mean, you get, VHS. get a pretty cheap system. Like, yeah. So you could probably get a secondhand cheap surveillance system. I mean, I have a lot of Latino, I have a lot of Latino family members and yo, you'd love to go to yard sales and buy this type of shit. Like uh, you would buy like a VHS. You're like, Oh yeah, that's a really good deal. Like I can buy this whole fucking VHS security system. And I put can't, it up in my house. I just I, find yeah. it so hard to believe that like I'm talking boys, the Motorola razor was around in 2007. This is true. <laughs> that's the peak of technology. Okay. And we come on. I mean, it doesn't get any more Star Trek than a so he can, we so. can't no. we don't have the original VHS. We have just someone, rec I guess, recorded it off another recording, I, like their phone or I, something else at the time. I, yeah, a professional news company. <laughs> that's, uh, that's like, come on, like, isn't that what they like? They do that regularly. Like, people would send them footage of weird shit, and that's the best. Like, that's their best tool they have to. That's pretty much that's the one that is the that is the video that is most widely circulated on the internet. And if you look up Fresno Nightcrawler on YouTube, that's the one that's gonna pop no, up. I got and it. Wow. I got it. This is why it happened. So he sends in the tape with the description of the story, like, hey, there's these floating pants on my lawn. Demon pants. And then someone low on the totem, like, hey man, just look, check this out, get this, get this off. But the guy doesn't know how to use the recording device. It's, he's like, okay, I'll use this camera phone, I guess. I mean, that's uh, probably what I would do. I mean, it looks like, yeah, I mean, it very much could have been a Motorola Razor recording <laughs> the VHS video off the VHS monitor. And then after yes. recording it, then you texted that video to your friend. Yes. And then, so yes. it was barely a and video. Then they, yeah. Is it too and late to change the name of this case file? Nothing to, to what to the to the brotherhood of the traveling demon pants. <laughs> are the alternate? Are you going to send me some yeah. demon pants? Those are the demon pants. We just saw. We showed the video. I don't understand where they're getting craw Nightcrawler from. Those are a pair of fucking apple bottoms in 2007, <laughs> just creeping across the grass. We can, so we can. Uh, Univision took the 
this video, this video footage that they had, and they took it kind of seriously because they tried to contact somebody who would be perhaps an expert in the field and would be able to tell them what they're looking at. So the, the first, their first instinct is to go ahead and contact Victor Camacho of MUFON. Oh, Macho Camacho, man. So Victor Camacho, apparently they contacted him because he was part of, he is one of the uh, Spanish speaking members of MUFON and he may have been, he he might actually been from Mexico at the time. And so they had Victor go in and actually interview with Jose. So bring Jose in and then conduct an interview with him to kind of get some background on the the footage about what they were seeing. So Univision was, um, interested in the footage so they just kind of wanted to know some some more about it so and and then victor ended up getting a copy of the footage and then actually debuting it and showing it at a uh san jose it was a guy that um a 2008 um mufon conference in san jose california and you can look that one up as well that's also on youtube he does a little presentation about the uh you know in his a couple of theories which we'll get into <clears throat> later about what they're actually seeing um, on, on the tape itself. So just this one, uh, this one thing. So this, this was the first time the video was shown then at this conference. It wasn't the first time. I think it, I think it was on, it did go, it did air on the news because, because I think it did. I think there might've aired like a small like segment on it because there, there are, there are bits of the video where, uh, Victor goes to interview with Jose, like, and goes and talks with him. But um, some of them, I'm probably, I'm pretty sure they are in Spanish because I, I saw clips of mm-hmm. Victor Camacho talking with Jose, um, and it's the same person because we'll get into later that Jose pops up a couple more times about uh, in his story. Um, people, pe- more people become interested in the story down the line. So, but it is the same person, gotcha. or at least the person living in the same house, like. Right. <laughs> Then you have a uh, you have Victor Camacho showing this thing at at Mufon conference, um, yeah, talking about his interview with Jose, talking about um, he felt that Jose was a credible witness to this because Jose was like you guys already mentioned, like he so he wanted to remain anonymous. He didn't want his um, in his original interviews, he didn't want his face recorded, like he didn't want his name put out there. You know, obviously because you know thinking that we had this video footage, he he didn't want to be the crazy person. He didn't want the, the stigma that comes well, with yeah. this kind of thing, you he, know, he didn't know what he had, so he didn't want didn't want to make any claims to get some the negative press. Right, I, you just don't you don't want that reputation as the guy who videoed the <laughs> the demon pants. The on demon pants. Like, I mean, you just don't want that. <laughs> you don't want that following you around. I suppose. What, dude? Listen, what if you exposed? Career. What if you exposed this like awful demon pants? And they're going to know, like, fucking Jose. Oh my God, Jose. This new uh, yeah, for you don't son. want demon pants and no. the demon pants mafia coming after you. No, because I mean, what if yeah. it possesses your pants too? <laughs> we've all that, come close. Yeah. We've all hey, listen, we've all come cl- too close to a zipper. Some of us have you, man, got way too close to a zipper. Something yeah, about true. Mary, you know, like it seems that's <laughs> terrifying, man. Frank and beans, man. Frank and beans. Yeah, dude, I want nothing <laughs> to do with that. <laughs> But then you got an army of fucking khakis coming after you. No thanks. I don't want to do that, dude. Fuck that. Um, so now you have this. Th- this is the singular footage that really pops up. So there's no other really reports of these these demon pants. You don't have any other. Um, you don't. You didn't have any people from the na- from neighbors from the neighborhood. Anybody really chiming in to corroborate any of the evidence? You didn't really have anything. So it, it seems like it was just a one off thing that like it, happened like these demon pants didn't leave 
any evidence they were there. They didn't like melt through a well, fence. Well, there was or- some claim that there was some claim I think Jose made that they had actually left some type of like prints in the yard. But by the time that I think uh, Victor Camacho had commented, by the time they had gotten there, these any markings, any evidence that this thing had actually gone through the yard were were gone. So. You tell me, you tell me, Jose didn't have a Motorola razor. Couldn't snap a couple pixels because that. Well, he was asleep. Was he was sick. asleep at the time. So yeah, but they wouldn't be there in the morning. Oh, the tr- oh yeah, that's true. No, um, Jose. Yeah. No, so. there's no way. Ho- if he's going garage sale, no way, for, Jose. No yeah, way, Jose. Baby. Yeah, he's getting a VHS security. <laughs> if he's going, like, <laughs> if he's going VHS security, there's no way he's got a Motorola. Razor. Dude's got a he got a Nokia brick. Other of my my like. Mexican family members is like a Nokia brick and then like they're going to be having that thing forever. Yeah, well, it's smart. <laughs> those things last forever, man. It's indestructible. Those things will be around long past us. Well, those phones will be the fossils they find in millions of years. It'll just be those Absolutely. bricks. Yeah. Embedded in rock. <laughs> uh, so that's the only video footage that you have of this creature. This, this what is again titled the Fresno Nightcrawler. Until 2011. Now, a couple years later in 2011, footage appeared online uh, that were claimed to have been shot at or near Yosemite National Park. And so this footage. Uh, Dan, I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure it's Yosemite. Yosemite Park. (laughs) It's pretty sure it's Yosemite. You're not not green. You're not green here. Like it's, it's like, friend. listen, it's like the, uh, you know, Yosemite Sam, the Looney, the famous Looney Tune with two guns and the fucking beard or the mustache, right? Yep. Yeah. Yosemite. Yeah. That's what that is, isn't it? No. <laughs> okay. So we have, so we have a video. This must be from like a, just a surveillance camera for the side, like so walking I think, path. Yes. Uh, the background behind this video, I think is, uh, from what I could kind of, get was oh. that this was also a security system that a uh, a homeowner had set up which had been covering the driveway of their driveway and the road outside of their their house oh shit there's two but it's a right. baby there's some baby demon pants there's some and oshkosh fucking demon pants over there walking around so they set up this one, and this one also seems to be a little bit of not not one hundred percent great quality. But it, it was said that they had caught these these creatures on video uh, by their by the way of their security system, and then they had gone to a neighbor after reviewing the footage and seeing that what they had caught on camera, and then that neighbor had been a little bit more fluent in technology and then had posted that online itself. So yes, it is two, um, for those of you listening to our audio version, it is two, um, it is two creatures that strongly resemble the, um, the, the same kind of, it's the same, uh, the same, it's the same thing, the same kind of creature. Well, there's the, the ones in the, this video, the Yosemite video seem to be a little bit taller. I think if you kind of look at it, um, well, the one is, t- there's a tall one and a tiny one. Right. There's a tall one and a smaller one uh, kind of walking along behind it. These ones seem to be moving, I think, a little bit more gracefully than the other one um, the, the from the original photo. Uh, that's just how I see it. A little bit more slowly and carefully than the other one probably could describe it that way. But yeah, you have two and you have one larger one and then one, one smaller one. And they look 
pretty tall. I mean, the the one in the the one in the original video, it looks like maybe two or three feet tall. Like the the one the larger one in the Yosemite video seems that I I would put that at at least five feet. Here's the thing though, like, like this is out of my analysis. Like I watched this and it definitely looks like somebody's stepping, right? Whereas you look at the other video and it was just like pure flow. You know, if that makes sense, right? Like this looks like legitimate, like carefully placed steps where you look at the first one and it just looks like they're like flowing back and forth. Like it doesn't look like they're stepping. You know what I mean? Like it looks like they're flowing. Yeah. It's not going like the, the one we just watched, the Yosemite one was like foot by step, like foot by foot in front of each other. This, the first one is like, like swirling motion kind of. Well, what it looks to me like, it literally looks like a reverse, like Harry Potter cloak of in invisibility. Like it looks like everything is invisible, but the cloak, right? In this first uh, one, it literally looks like there's a Jedi walking in a cloak right there. Yeah, it <laughs> I, yeah, it does. And the, yeah, the bottom of the cloak's like flailing in the back. Yeah, with their legs. Like that's what it looks I, like to me. It, completely. Yeah, when I look at it, I, I think of like the the stilt walkers with the really big pants. Like that's what kind of reminds me of. It's like if you see oh, a like stilt from the, walker from the circus, performers, like walking them, um, or they, they are just carefully stepping over the ground and moving through there. So a lot of people uh, who viewed this and then you know were reminded of the original footage and they thought that perhaps like these are the same things and look, yes, like that's also the first thought. The shorter one is perhaps some type of like offspring. So you have the larger one. Yep. Um, and I, I, I think also people found in the second video is easier to kind of identify like a, like a, an appendage on the top of the head. Cause when you see the Fresno nightcrawler after it became a more popular thing, you had this second kind of video and now there is kind of this experience, I, you could say a tiny explosion. It's not like a giant explosion because there's people who don't know about it. But um, it, it, you have people like making it becomes like a almost a type of mascot, like a cryptid mascot. You have like uh, you have plushies, you have T-shirts, you have all this kind of thing. And, you know, uh, the, from these descriptions and these videos of these creatures uh, walking across uh there's the, literally like, a character in Monsters Inc. I think the second one, like Monsters University, looks just like that. It's just like a giant pair of legs with a face, and he walks just <laughs> like that. <laughs> so that's the Fresno Nightcrawler then. Well, you know? he just got he got lost. Couldn't find the door. Well, yeah, that's the Get second back. video proves that it's not just a one-off event. At least it looks the same. There may be an offspring. Um we got a little bit more to talk about and then a bunch of theories to run through, but first we're gonna grab a beer. And we'll be right back. So we're back. So now you have the, <laughs> now you have the, uh, the Yosemite video and you have the, um, uh, Jose's video from Fresno and enter in, uh, the, 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 the crack team from, <laughs> from TV's fact or faked, uh, paranormal and paranormal files uh, to go ahead and, and check this out. So the Fresno Nightcrawler was interesting enough to be a, a subject, or at least like there, there were actually two in the episode that I watched um, of this TV show where they have paranormal investigators go in and their entire kind of objective of the show factor faked is from, if you don't figure it out from the title, is kind of see if they could perhaps produce 
like a hoax version of some of the the videos and some of the uh, the reports that they have kind of sent into them. So the Fresno Nightcrawler was one of them because naturally you have this video footage uh, sent in and they were trying to see if they could perhaps uh, prove that this thing is, is a real creature kind of popping out there because the, the I think going into it, I think most of the people were kind of convinced or the Fresno Nightcrawler is kind of easy. J- just the when you look at it, it, it's really easy to write it off as some type of perhaps like a prank or a, a hoax because it's just something that you see and you're just like there's no way it, that resembles anything close to uh like a human or like anything it's just it's just there's no way that that could be um real or like it could be like something that actually exists and it's just the show is kind of <laughs> like uh kind of a poor man version of Mythbusters, but the myths they try and bust are paranormal. Yeah, awesome idea, though. Great idea. (laughs) Right? Like, that's a fucking genius idea. So, um, in in the episode, they go back and they revisit with Jose. So, they manage to uh, get in contact with Jose, and they kind of do another interview with him uh, in Spanish, talking about, like, what he saw that night, what happened, and he goes through the kind of the uh, the things. So, it is Jose, the same person. So, I always thought it was kind of funny, because I'm like, he wanted to remain anonymous, but he's on the show. They don't blur out his face or anything. Like, they show up. He's still just Jose, though. It's just, it's just still Jose. That's true. Right. So he, they didn't post his name, but they go to his house. Like they go to his house. Just <laughs> fucking zoom in on his address as they walk up. Uh, you <laughs> probably could. If you like, if I were, if, if I were nuts enough to do that, you could probably go through a Google map and, and find out road Quick, view. Someone and find, find exactly us Jose. No, don't <laughs> get Jose on the pod. <laughs> Leave him alone. Well, um, hey, no, we don't want him to get caught by the cool fucking guys. demon cool. khakis. Dan will do a Spanish one-on-one interview with Jose. I'm not going to go out there in Fresno. <laughs> no, no, no. He'll come on the show. You can do it. We'll do it virtual. But you're gonna, you'll do it in Spanish. I, it, he'll tell me. I, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. that happens. If it happens, Dan will do it. It happens, it happens. So um, they go out and they interview Jose, and they kind of set up their their first thing is like, okay. Um, what we could do is set up this, like the first one is really convoluted. Cause they're like, okay, if I were going to hoax this, like they, they, they got three people out there. They've got their lead scientist, Bill, uh, who has a very questionable, uh, like sideburns chin strap combo. It's, so I couldn't really take him seriously as the a lead middle. scientist. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't, it's like, Bill, dude, like decide what you want because it's, he's got like these gnarly, like Elvis sideburns. And then he's got like, but also kind of like, he's got strength. hair underneath his chin, not on his face, but like underneath his chin, like down to his, like below his jawline. Some type like, of weird, what is going it's on like a weird butt? neck beard. Yeah. I was like, this is 2010. I was like, nobody, nobody, but that's not a style. <laughs> so, um, there's, Listen, that's their lead scientist. It's basically, he's just trying to show everybody. He's like, Hey. I'm gonna. I'm going on TV. I don't want to tell everybody I listen to Creed without telling them. I listen to Creed. <laughs> yeah, I am a, I I am a cool assume. scientist. I yeah. am a cool scientist guy, and so this is how cool scientists wear their facial hair, I suppose. Um, so uh, with him, uh, he has two. He's two of the other team uh, in tow with him, and one of them is like their, uh, I guess, like their special effects expert kind of guy. And his first, uh, his first suggestion is to create this this really uh, it's really strange like automaton like this 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 kind of funky um uh animatronic device to be like okay so it's going to move 
um it's gonna have like pretty much like a imagine like it's like a motor with like two rotors on the side and then those turn and then like we'll step these legs because he kind of is like this will kind of replicate the motion of of what we saw it's like a, and then we will um, it's a weird type of like puppet kind of he's yeah it's this weird animature like it's, i'm gonna take like a, it, and it seemed like i was like that's that's way too too intricate but Anyways, we'll, so they, we'll give it a chance the first one they do. Yeah, we, we gave it a chance. And it's like, and so they do it and it's like, it looks really dumb and it doesn't, it doesn't really work out at all. It doesn't look anything like the, the, the flowing kind of uh, billowy movement of the original no, footage it, it that, looked that, like, you, that you see. It looked like really jagged and like, like it, did, it didn't look like it was flowing. Like it didn't look like the Jedi. Yeah, this Jedi real halting kind of like funky and motion. It, and they're moving across, like they're moving across like a like basically like a clothesline. Like imagine they just ran a line across the yard. Yeah, and then we're we're pulling it. And I don't think they were they weren't using the original security system. So you're using different cameras, like better higher resolution cameras. So it comes out like way different. But still, um, good effort. I, I would. Yeah, good effort on that one. Uh, their next, their next idea is to have, I think, uh, I believe Jose, uh, either like a neighborhood kid or his son or someone, <laughs> like they have a kid kind of dress up, and uh, and they kind of put him in an outfit, so like kind of cover him with a sheet and have him walk across the line to to see if that would be similar to what they saw on the original video. <laughs> they have the kid run across the line and. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look anything. You got this kid like basically in a bed sheet is running across the line. It, he looks like he's dressed up for Halloween as a ghost and he's just like yeah. tiptoeing across the lawn. Literally yeah, so. looks like he's from fucking the nightmare before Christmas. Just fucking flowing along. Yeah. <laughs> just just too goofy to, to kind of uh, to be exactly what they saw on the thing. So there's no there's no way that that could be what that was. Um and then I think they take a third crack at it. Was it was the only two? I think they take a third crack at it, but they couldn't get like something to work. I can't remember. They try to make it Shoot. smoother by like tightening the line or something a little more, and by by pulling it. Right. And it did. It did. It was a little smoother, but it kept turning to the left. Like right. every time, like the the motion of the pull kind of like stopped, <laughs> jerked a bit. It would like turn left. So none of nothing they try to replicate looked like right. the original Nightcrawler. No, not and that's the stuff they try to do look look close to what the original footage was. So then they decide. So then they decide to make an investigation out into the uh, like, a, like a park or somewhere, like some woodlands near uh, near Jose's home. I guess they they went out to there. I, I'm not exactly sure what what predicated that or like uh, prompted that choice. In the show, they're like, okay, well, whatever this is, maybe it's like an energy in the area. So they go out like to a local like just like the next hill over it looks like <laughs> the next little forest over and they're like okay we're gonna set up here we're gonna get our gadgets out so they're they're unloading pelican pelican no cases to, and there's no nothing that nothing that indicates that it's like this is where like there's no reports there's no other reports there's no nothing they're just like we're gonna set up here when i first like watched it i thought like they went out to like yosemite and then i went back oh, to like right and i was like no. nope they didn't they yep. just went down the road i think and just set up in yeah. the field on the hill they went to like a gully somewhere and just set up their equipment and it's like 10 minutes like i mean there's a reason this show only got two seasons but it's like they <laughs> they spend like 10 minutes setting up uh their 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 uh, observation uh station of what they're so they got like a bunch of monitors set up like a portable power system all these things and of course when they get to this place nothing works 
they're like plugging stuff in batteries are drained and they're saying like the batteries aren't charged. I was like, I just charged them today that nothing's working. Usually one battery uh, lasts me six hours. I've tried, I've changed two in 22 minutes. And, I go, oh. and so they can't figure out what's going on here. They can't, they can barely get the cameras to work. Um, there, there's some drama goes on where it's like one of the cameras gets knocked over or falls over. <laughs> Are you guys near camera four? Are you near camera four? Nope, nope, not near camera four. Like, oh, uh, it must have, and must have fallen over. For, they're fully, the, the way that they're going around and looking for this thing, they fully expect to run into the, the Fresno Nightcrawler, or it seems like it. Like They're, they, they they're are, prepared to battle the Nightcrawler. And I guess. Did they suit up? Did they have a sweet fucking suit up scene? Well, if you if you consider the suit up scene, just, just them getting their gadgets out for like twelve plugging minutes, stuff in and plugging yeah. stuff in, then yes, they yeah, did. That's fucking badass. Do they have close ups of their butts, like fucking uh, Batman Return? What? Which Batman? Batman Forever? No. Puts on the suit. Got a quick which ass one shot. With fucking Clooney. Come on, Dan. Which Batman one's... and Robin. Batman and Robin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, uh, they didn't have nipples on their bat suits. Um, Thank God. Yeah, so <laughs> they go through the whole they go through the whole shtick of them going out there and looking at it. And the best evidence that they come back with after their entire thing is they finally after nothing's working, all the cameras aren't getting anything. So they're like, well, let's go with the thermal camera. Let's let's pull out the the, the infrared thermal camera and you know, predator vision and Ooh. scan around and try to find this thing is what's going on because they're they are uh, they 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 assume uh, or they seem to kind of they, they try to reason out that because all of this stuff that is happening, this uh, electromagnetic interference that is happening and all of the stuff that's happening to their gear, they attribute this to some type of perhaps activity or some kind of byproduct of the, the Fresno Nightcrawler or something. And some area. type of like supernatural be like supernatural event that was draining their batteries is what it, they yes. made it seem like. Yeah. Do we? So we've seen that before, though, haven't we? Well, it's common in like many like UFO yeah. or any other other supernatural stuff. As where like, yeah, who's saying these can't be space pants? We're not saying that at all. Well, I mean, we're not right. saying that. Could, so could be space yeah, pants. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So they they yeah they kind of reason out that this 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 activity that's going on, this interference that's happening with all their electrical equipment, they're like, this could possibly be something that is happening because of the presence or uh, of you know, space the, pants. The, the space pants and so they get out the, the predator vision and they they get this this shot um that's basically like for the whole show this is the money shot this is the big one right here and they take a they take a aim at this kind of some some shrubs like some shrubbery kind of uh you know a, a couple yards off probably like 50 60 yards maybe like 100 yards off and uh they get something on the thermal camera and it very much looks like uh, the the Fresno Nightcrawler. <laughs> it's kind of like hominid look. Like it looks like a something. Like something's moving on the infrared. I will I will go one hundred percent and say it was a fucking person because <laughs> like they circle it. They they go to they had their little review session at the end and they circle they circle the part that looks like pants. You know uh, the lower half of somebody's body and they're like this right here. This is the Fresno. I'm like, do you not? I was like look at the top like it goes further up and like they circle up i'm like that's a person that's a person turning away from your thermal camera that that may or may not have been either some like a camera person over there in the bushes or it was somebody there in this park where you guys were hanging what out what if it so was I a demon know. looking for their demon pants looking for the I'm other like, half i can't find my sure yeah i like that but 
My my pants walked off on me. I gotta find them. Where did but it was go? definitely like it was definitely heat because it was uh, the brighter color. I would say if it were a demon or a ghost, like you did that, you know, usually cold spots are attributed to ghosts. So it wasn't cold. It wasn't like an outstanding cold signature there where I would have been blue or um, you know, a darker color than the the surrounding thing. It was like white hot. Maybe like, that's a misconception that we've got wrong. Maybe the interdimensional demons or whatever they are, ETs, maybe they're not cold. Maybe they do the energy that they give off would signal heat. Maybe we've got it wrong this whole time. Maybe. So maybe they maybe they caught that on camera, but it's it's something they they say that they kind of push that being as like evidence of the the Fresno Nightcrawler. Um, they try to reproduce the, this this footage and they couldn't do it, and they so they go ahead and conclude that it is unexplained as, as far as they can go, which is one of their kind of a. Their, Did they show <laughs> a cue card with just un, unsolved on it? Just at the end? no, it's unexplained. unexplained. But I don't I don't okay. know if they had a little stamp. I don't know if they had okay. a little stamp or something right. that that right. pops up on there. But that's one of the conclusions that they get. They kind of set out at the beginning of the show is like if you can't if you can't fake it, then it's unexplained. So we still don't know what it is um, from their investigation. So after all that, just one infrared image. That's pretty much all they got. I mean, but that is the most in-depth investigation research about it. Yep. of the Fresno Nightcrawler that you can really get. So, I mean, th- these people went out there. They went out there with the equipment. They looked like they kind of knew what they were doing. I don't it's know why awesome. you would go out to some random park where this is where the, the thing was, but I, I, I don't, I'm not 100% sure, but we applaud them for doing so. I mean, they did it. Go, they went slow out there, clap. Did work. So. That's awesome. Good for that. Well, I mean, where else are you going to go? Say you witness this being in this guy's yard. At least you're going to check close. Your first thing would be to check close. I mean, maybe. Right. And I think they explained, yeah. And they explained it as being like there was a pond or like a small body of water in this area. So they were figuring like if it were some type of organism living in this, this area, it would need. Water. water. So they went there and were like, this is where it could possibly be. And that's kind of one of the conclusions that they kind of kind of try to draw where they're like, uh, we, 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 they saw some type of path, like from where they saw like the thermal image, like they saw a path going to the, the body of water. So like maybe this is where the Fresno Nightcrawler comes to drink. <laughs> it dips its pant leg into the water and that's how it gets. Yeah. <laughs> it's a straw. <laughs> yeah like fucking wearing jinko jeans in the fucking <laughs> well you know what it's like raining outside and it's just like <laughs> well we'll give them credit that at least they you know they had a, a some type of plan at least they reasoned something they didn't just go somewhere completely random yeah so i mean they made some some from what the, the the data that they had and the and the information that was available, they made their conclusions and, the, and they went out there and they did the work. So, I mean, you can't really, you can't fault them for that. So uh, th- there are a couple of theories that are kind of uh, whooshing around there in the ether and in the internet ether about what these things could actually possibly so be. Besides demon um, pants, what do we got? Besides demon pants. Space pants. Space pants. Space first pants. one, of course, is, uh, you know, as this is alien theorists theorizing, Alien. Space pants. Space pants. Uh, alien pants. Hey, to who, who's to say ETs have to be hominid looking and have two arms, two legs, and a head? Why not just a pair of pants? So Why this not? is true. So, um, I mean, showed up at MUFON. 
uh, with Victor Macho Camacho. Macho Camacho. So, so there, there are some, uh, there are some theories that perhaps that this is some type of alien creature. Um, this is why you don't, this is one explanation as to why you don't see a bunch of them. Um, it's maybe just like a one-off type of thing. Cause it's like, you would expect like in the factor to, to speak to the factor fake thing, where if it's some type of indigenous life form, uh, they kind of make this mention that they're like, maybe it's some type of indigenous life form that we haven't identified yet. I'm like, dude, if you saw a fucking pair of, space pants demon pants walking around <laughs> there would be more than one video you know what you'd, be saying, you'd be saying you see him walking through a 7-eleven parking lot you'd like, be dan you need to give everybody a fucking goddamn it hector in spanish right now <laughs> uh so you can't i i don't know why you would think that but Anyways, so I, yeah, if, if alien, alien would be at the top of the list of this, what this thing could possibly be. Um, there are some, uh, some, some theories kind of compare it to perhaps as some type of jellyfish like creature because of its billowy uh, kind of uh, movements, the way that yeah, but that's got to be an alien. Like what other fucking jellyfish are jellyfish is like cruising on a lawn in Fresno in fucking 2007. Like that's, it's got to be an alien or something like and, is that and, supposed to make anybody feel any better? A fucking flying jellyfish? That's <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. And I, I would say like, yeah, it could perhaps be an alien, except for the fact that if you have an alien that has uh, evolved on another planet where it's, its native anatomy and physiology is to be that of a jellyfish and it moves around in an atmosphere... Like, uh, how do they come to our planet and they move exactly like that? That's the first question I would ask. Like, how do you, how do they have the same locomotion as they do on their planet, which may, may or may not be completely different from our planet? Well, you, if you think about it, you know, maybe our planet, maybe it's ex- the only reason they're here is because our planet is exactly the same as their makeup. Or how, like, how, else could, how else could they live here? But maybe, but if it's exactly like our makeup, like why you have to ask, like, why they, would they dude, listen, like that? They, searched, I, I mean, they searched the universe to find another planet with pants and they found one. These jellyfish on their planet discovered fossil fuels. 300 years later, they're at a tipping point. They got to find a new planet. They fucked up so bad. They find Earth. <laughs> Boom. Just like we're trying to get to Mars. These jellyfish people, the jelly, they the fucked jellyfish up. petroleum company. They fucked, fucked up fucked so up. bad. Their scientists told them back, you know, 50 years before the end, like, hey, if we don't stop using these fossil fuels, we're going to destroy Maybe our planet. Maybe we should have grown bones. Like, <laughs> um, there's the, uh, so there is that kind of question. I'd be like, that's, that's the first thing. Like, why are they, why are they moving? Cause I mean, if you think about like, uh, deep sea creatures, if you think about deep sea creatures and it's like how they can only exist in the, the, the atmospheric pressure. Of a, uh, you have like 15 atmospheres there. deep. Like, every, everybody's seen the picture of like the blobfish and there's like, that's what the blobfish looks like. There, there's the famous picture of the blobfish. It looks like it's got like a big bulbous nose and like all this kind of really uh, frowny face, blah, blah, blah. But they're like, that's not what it really looks like. That's what it looks like after you you bring it up from the depths that it's from. And then the atmospheric pressure lessens and it pretty much explodes uh, from the inside out. And so it's to me, I'm like, if it was some type of alien from a different planet, that planet, but yeah, like that planet would have to be remarkably similar to ours. And then, yeah. And they'd have to teleport, they'd teleport here somehow or who knows how, but yeah. And so, but you only have the one off. So it's like, maybe it was just, I don't know how it it really got here or two, two off, maybe. Okay. Two off, maybe. 
Um, so, you know, they came, they came here for some reason in Fresno and then they went to, if it were just Yosemite national park, I'd be like, Oh, maybe they came here just to see the sites. But I'm like, what are you going to go see in Fresno, California? <laughs> and Jose's well, they're obviously, they're obviously checking. The, it's his dogs. No, they're checking those guys. Dogs. Maybe. Right. Yes. I mean, it's what it is. Dogs exist in a lot of places <laughs> besides Fresno, California and Jose's house. These are some good dags. Jose's got good dags. Could be aliens. Remarkably good dags. Got some good boys. So it could be aliens, some type of jellyfish alien. What else? What else could it be? Uh, so second thing is like perhaps it is some type of indigenous unidentified crypt creature or a cryptid of some type. So I think I think most most paranormal researchers will put it in the cryptid, uh, the cryptid category as this is kind of, I think it, it ends up on those lists. So it's like it, maybe it could be an extraterrestrial, but it might be something closer to like the Chupacabra where it's like, where there is something that maybe the Chupacabra is a, um, it is a type of, it might be an extra, there, there's the theory that the Chupacabra is an extraterrestrial creature. Same and, with Bigfoot. Uh, or, you know, or Bigfoot is an alien too. That's also a theory that gets thrown around a lot. They get dropped off here. But it, it, it could perhaps be them. some yeah. type of indigenous creature that is just hanging out here and we just managed to catch it. Maybe they're just super rare and it just happens that we, Jose got lucky this one time and, and in Yosemite a second and that's it. They're native to Fresno, California and you, Yosemite, Yosemite National Park. Wherever that is. <laughs> Uh, so the next, the next one that you have is, is perhaps some type of, uh, there, there is a theory that popped up online, uh, that this is some type of native American spirit, uh, that this is a, uh, spirit that is of, uh, native American origin, uh, that is explained in the folklore of the, uh, the indigenous tribes that had lived in California, you know, prior to, uh, Western settlement and uh western civilization coming over and and colonizing it and you know turning it into what it is today um except that like, that's the big one that pops up and so um you, you see a lot of pictures to to try and support that theory and you see these pictures of i don't know zell you want to pull them up uh you have these pictures of these <laughs> what are i like I, you can't i don't know how you really describe it it's basically i mean it's what they kind of look like they're two legs um, it, these, these statuesque figures that seem to be carved from wood, uh, will pop up a lot. And, um, uh, sometimes they really, yeah, those are it right oh. there. And, oh, uh, so there's like this theory that popped up like shortly after it kind of showed up that these were, uh, like river spirits of some type from, from local native from, American yeah, folklore, native lore. Uh, except when people started to look into it, they're like that, no, <laughs> that 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 folklore that that creature does not exist in native american folklore the the native americans that lived in that area were mostly um their legends were concerned with like animal spirits specifically like the coyote and 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 those creatures man when like, i this, when i heard this when i was like oh this is a native like native lore like you hear like it's a native pant spirit well I, you hear like native lore about sasquatch about like like woods people that could take members of their yeah, tribe Harry, and stuff. Harry woodsmen that lived out there. Yeah. So when you hear that, you're like, oh man, maybe Sasquatch is just like a, a different breed of, like breed of person that lives out there. Like it could just be as simple as that. And then when I first heard like, oh, they have these totems and this is native lore from the area about these spirits. I was like, oh man, that's, that could, maybe that's it. Maybe this, this has been around for hundreds of years since like human settlement here. And then as you go digging, 
I couldn't find anything <laughs> about him. Like a, yeah, most of the stuff concerning that theory is like it's it's pro, it's been thoroughly debunked. That there's like nobody knows any Native American lore that concerns anything that looks like, it. especially the photos of the, that are shown in relation to that theory. Um, the these pieces of what seem to be abstract art. It's like it's a Y. It's a piece of wood like a Y, kind of like a slingshot. You know, like. A, yeah. If you're like a long slingshot stuck in the ground upside down. Yeah. Just two long slender legs that meet up in like a wish, like it's like a wishbone formation. Yeah. And then exactly. there's like at the top, there's like a, a carved face uh, and where the, the two legs meet. And they're, you know, that seems to be the head. But imagine this. this was real lore. That would give way more credence to the sighting because like, oh shit, maybe they've been seeing these fucking weird night crawlers around here for hundreds of years. But I, if we're being honest too, like if we're getting into it a little bit more, like, to me, the first video looks so much more authentic than the second one. Now, like, I understand, like, the first video, it's a recording of a recording, right? So, yeah. it, it, like, it'd be so, it, it's going to be distorted, right? It's going to be hard to be able to see any, like, close detail, like, if there's any strings or anything like that manipulating it. Like, it'd be way harder to see. And the second one, it just, it the second one looks like it could have been manufactured. Like, it's actually somebody sitting there stepping and moving around. Right. Like I, to me, there's actually a pretty big difference, like a significant difference between these videos. The way they move yeah, is it, different. It, the quality on the second one is definitely better. You could right? say that. And that's why, like, I don't, maybe that's why it looks a little bit hokier to me, but it does. Yeah, I, I agree. It does. It's not definitely not moving as fast. Right. It's not flowing nicely. Like it, it definitely looks like somebody's stepping. Right? Like it looks like <laughs> I don't you remember that fucking old school viral video where that chick's wearing a pantsuit and she like jumps and like splits her legs? No, but it looks like just a giant pantsuit walking down the fucking street there. Like that's I mean, exactly yeah, what you I put, see. If you put your I mean I imagine somebody like wearing like a hoodie and it's like they just like put their arms and legs through the two front or like they're wearing sweatpants and like you put your arms and legs and you put your arms into the leg like the pants as well. Right. Yeah. yeah. Kind of walk around. Like that's kind of what it looks like. Absolutely. Like it just, the Except first these one, ones are like a lot taller and they're not like as thick as you would expect that the kind of, that, that to kind of be, I don't know. The um, first, the first one just looks like super legit to me. I don't, and I don't know if it's more distorted, but like, like the way it, it just doesn't look human like at all the way it's flowing. Like I really don't have any explanation for that one. That one is so bizarre. No. And the only other explanation that people say with, many of these type of things is it was an orchestrated hoax. Even if it wasn't Jose, maybe someone was doing it to try and get it on video. But right, if, if, that if, one, that one did occur like the, the Yosemite one that did pop up, like that one popped up really anonymously. Like nobody ever really claimed the video. Um, it popped up online, just went viral pretty quickly. And then it was really hard to nail down where it came from, but it was definitely later after the fact like after the first one yeah so it was years after but i'm saying like to say the first video the other thing is like people say it's a hoax people like say oh it was strung up on a line and it was pulled and that's the only other thing and that's and, and when you hear that it's a video filmed off a video like a screen it's not an actual i like, know that's, that fucking gets me every time they're like it was recorded on vhs i'm like who was recording a vhs in 2007 and then I'm like, okay, maybe it was an old security system that he bought for cheap, bought on the cheap, like had it on. And then I'm like, but who doesn't have the technology at a, a major? Univision is not like a small 
network. They like, should have they the have gear. resources. I'm like, who doesn't it's, have the thing to digitize the, the like, VHS and put it on the TV? That's what I don't understand. It's like, it's it's not like it's just some random company that was like, oh, we don't usually do this, but this is so amazing. We have to broadcast this to everybody. Like, obviously, they take in independent footage from people and play it on their show. And you're telling me that's the most effective fucking way to do it? Maybe it was just a quick... They, that's, why, that's why I mean, like, from before, like, they were so... They questioned it so much, like this is a stupid story. So hey, hey man, just quickly film that on your phone. And just fucking email that to me. Yeah, that's all I could think of. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's looks weird though, boys. Like it, it does. Like that's all I see is a cloak. The, like just fucking. There's a reason this video has stuck around as like as a lore now, as like this new cryptid, yeah. the the demon pants, the Fresno Nightcrawler, because it does. It is unlike any other like like hoaxed video like that. It's like one of a yeah. kind. It's and so like the, that kind of brings us to the final theory about what this thing is. It probably it is full blown one hundred percent paranormal. Mm -hmm. Like or not the final theory, but it's like final theory being like it could be a hoax. But it is something that is perhaps people have attributed to, you know, ghosts to spiritual activity, something like that. And so like I went through and actually like I was like okay, well I, I'm pretty sure, pretty sure I would be like I wouldn't put my money on alien. I probably wouldn't put my money on cryptid, but. Like if it were something that's paranormal, I'd put my money on ghosts because, um, so <laughs> going through this, I'm like, okay, so you, you watch the video and you see these things that obviously look like pants. It looked like the bottom of somebody's body. So my first thoughts of like going through this were like, okay, so what spirits did I know off the top of my head that don't have certain limbs that are missing body parts, right? Cause you have, you have, you have your headless horseman. Right. Yep. You have your headless horseman. Ooh, yeah. You have your um you have their uh what are they called? The um ah shit, what are they called? There's a headless horseman, there's also another name for them. I can't remember what they're actually called, but it's like a it's like a Norwegian. The Hessian. The Hessian. No, well that's the name for him, but he's a Hessian he was supposed to be a Hessian soldier. Um yeah. starts with a like a, a Dulahan. Dulahan. Mm -hmm. Um there's a Dulahan spirit, which is like a headless, uh a headless warrior as well. Um and then, you know, you have other spirits that are that missing parts of their body. So there is a spirit from Japanese folklore called the Teke Teke, uh, which is a, uh, a young girl spirit, an onryo, a ventral, a ventral spirit who has been her body had been bifurcated, had been cut in half uh, by a train. Uh, and so she haunts uh, the certain schools uh, in Japan or uh, at least one type of school, kind of as the story goes. And um you know, looking for her lost body parts. So I was like, okay, so if you have the top half of the ghost that is running around, why can't you have the bottom half Absolutely. of the ghost walking around there? So if you have mm. a headless horseman, like why do you not have a, you know, a, you have another part of the ghost that is like the legs are out there walking around. Boys, uh, like if we're being serious here, especially like those of us who can't, or those of you who are just listening, like you can't see the picture Zell just put up there, but it's some scary lady with a scythe and she's bleeding everywhere. It's terrifying, right? Like, I mean, if you're going to get one half, I'm like, I'm taking the legs. I'll take, I'll the, legs. take the legs. If I'm going to get, par if I'm getting paranormally activated, I'll take the legs. Even if it's the fucking legs from that, you know, that golden eye mm. chick. Remember how she choked everybody out with her legs? I'll yeah. still take them. I'll take it. <laughs> I will. Over that, that thing's fucking terrifying. Oh, so, I mean, that is one of the things that I said. I was like, perhaps it could it could possibly be the bottom half of a uh, you the know, bottom a ghost, the bottom part of the, the ghost. 
that is something like that because I'm like there are train tracks that run through Fresno. There is a there are train tracks from uh, uh, that run through Fresno. There have been accidents that have ha- happened there, and I'm perhaps per some poor unfortunate soul, uh, you know, was cut in half, and this is the bottom part of their body uh, walking across and just managed to catch on. Uh, you mean just catch it on a security video? I like that theory so. a lot. What like we talk about ghosts all the time? They get trapped, like trapped spirits. Uh, something like terrible happens to them. They have unfinished business or whatever. So say if there's train tracks close to here, one person gets someone we got ran run in half. Their legs are walking around Fresno. What's the next city over from Fresno? I have no idea. Well, whatever the next city no is, <laughs> whatever the next city is, maybe there's a a top half floating around. Possibly. So, I mean, those are, those are pretty much covers all the theories. I mean, the last very much theory is being that this is a 100% a hoax, uh, maybe not necessarily for Jose, but somebody else in his family. Like it, a lot of people say that, you know, it, because of the graininess of the video, it is hard to identify that perhaps like somebody running a line, like over the lawn and just moving a pair of pants across the, well, <laughs> across the line here, dude, here's the, I mean, here's the thing. Where 2007, there's great video editing technology. Now it's not. I mean, it's not 1970, where like only the best editing software is for like Hollywood. Anyone with a little bit of skill could edit out a lot of that picture, especially with the grainy footage, right? Yeah, and I'd say like, yeah, you could like you maybe you could chalk it up with CGI, but then like, how do you how do you, how does Jose factor into the whole thing? You know. It's not like yeah, it would have to be. Uh, he's in, in on it. That'd be the only way, right? And and it would have to be like somebody put it in his either he'd ha- yeah he'd have to be in on it and he is the person who did it, or it would have to be so. How did they manage to put the video on his security footage? They snuck, you know, they snuck in, planted the video. It's a very on VHS. <laughs> it's a ve- very elaborate hoax. Um. But I, I mean, I could get on board and be like, because there are some sections if you watch it through, it's like it does kind of look like you could see something kind of hanging from the top, like as it kind of gets pulled along. Um, you, it, 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 like there could be some type of like hand over hand motion. Like if you watch it, it, it looks really the first like somebody's one. No, I don't know. The first one is just so smooth. Like it's so it kind of it bounces seems. a little bit. If you watch it, like it looks like it kind of bounces along. The, a fir- bit. the second so one for me, definitely. The first the, one. No, I think I the second one is I would probably chalk that up to like CGI, like our you know, video editing. Like there's yeah. I don't I don't see that one really um literally it, looks like a puppet walking on the ground. The yeah. second one. No. The first one I, I agree with Andrew. Like it looks like the like a cloak flowing. That's what it makes me think. Like if it was a hoax, someone was wearing like a, a, a black, like a, like a black suit and then the hood over and then the white cloak over top. And then they edited it out just the black. And with the grainy photo, you can't see anything. Maybe, right. maybe. Cause but it, it's just a reverse. Yeah, if, you, if you were going to pull that prank is, on somebody, like if we were, if we were going to do it, <laughs> <laughs> it's reverse Harry Potter. It, it, it's, it's exactly what it looks like. It does. Mm-hmm. The cloaks just like flowing in the back. Someone's waltzing yep. through. Yep. Mm. So, 
I mean, we could pretty much. Uh, that's the Fresno. Here's Nightcrawler the thing, too, the though. Thing. Like, nothing yeah. happens, though. Like, that's the other weird thing. It's like nothing significant happens. There's no reason for it to be gallivanting in fucking Jose's yard. Like, it's weird. right. There's uh, there's there's no other neighbors reporting anything in their yeah, neighborhood happening and like any similar activity going on in that neighborhood uh, post the original video. Like nothing happens in those years between the. Uh, the original video and the Yosemite video, there's not really anything that kind of pops up. I mean, you have people report like you probably if you look really hard, there are some reports of people seeing something that kind of looks like a pair of legs out. And you know, if you look hard enough for anything, you're going to find reports of it. So it's like if you find reports of people be like, I, I saw something that looked like a pair of pants running across the line. I can hear myself. What's going on? Am I losing my mind right now? That's not. No, I can still hear myself. A little bit. Now I'm done. Okay. Should be better. I was tripping the fuck out there. That was weird, boys. That was weird. <laughs> I don't know what happened. The Fresno fucking <laughs> nightcrawler. buddy. Fresno nightcrawler. The fucking cl- hey, the Kelowna khakis are coming for us. Kelowna well. khakis are in the studio. <laughs> I don't know what. They just uh, took over Pro Tools here and just started, it, it, the episode just started playing over itself. The demon khakis. I don't know. Kelowna. Anyways, quick final thoughts, Dan. What do you think? Uh, I I I really think it's the, the original video. At least, is it looks like it'd be a pretty silly hoax. Like just kind of like drawing something either across the the lawn uh, on a line. I to me, it looks like it's just kind of bouncing along. Pair, of, it does look like a pair of pants. <laughs> like it looks one hundred percent like a pair of pants. Um, and then the the factor fake thing. I was like, that's one hundred percent a fucking person. Like I fucking need my one shoe for sure. <laughs> Andrew, what do you think? I don't like. I just don't. It, here's my. If it's a if it's a hoax, I don't think Jose's in on it. I agree. And then I just don't see, like nobody's taking blame. There's no. I don't see the goal for this hoax other than to maybe maybe scare the shit out of him. But it's really not even that scary. It's weird. Weird. But like, I, do, I just don't see the benefits of the hoax. And it, it's just super bizarre. I have no idea. Like, I'm, I can't shit on it because there's no good explanation for what it is. Yeah. Like, I just, the second one I can see is a hoax. The second one definitely looks like they're trying to imitate the first one, but they can't. And that's what makes me think the first one is that much more authentic. Yeah. I would, if that makes sense. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. The first one, if you think about it, usually a hoax, usually it comes up with some type of press publicity for somebody's probably someone's making money or promoting something. I, I you can go search. There's a lot of like weird ghost stuff out there. Like in that video, like, Oh shit, that looks like a ghost. That's weird. Write it off. Could be a camera trick. This one, this one looks like really, really weird. Like, like it looks like something is there. Not necessarily. Usually it's a ghost. It's like a weird reflection or like a lens flare, and like, oh, it's a ghost. But I was like, so you know, I I like the ghost theory on this one because if it's a one-off, you know, the universe is a strange place. It maybe it was, it could have been just a trick of who knows what. It could have been some type of a reaction between the film and the light, or who like who knows. But it looks like something was there, only captured once. So it, it makes me think like it was just kind of like a one-off like apparition, maybe, or yeah. Maybe a two off. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the other one doesn't look the same, but they at least made a valiant effort if the second one's a hoax. So. Absolutely. All right. It's a, 
I never heard of that one. I never heard of the Fresno Nightcrawler, so it's kind of cool to check it's into. It's fun, though. Okay, cool to check it's into it. It's fucking fun. Definitely. Yeah. All right, let's get to... Uh, what? Something's happening here on this fucking board. What's happening? Something's happening here. Dude, something... I don't like it. Oh, oh, what's that? Shit on my sleeve. Mongoose files, baby. <laughs> I've heard rumors of the, the whole song being actually completed and ready to be get out. Put out to the world. I know. I'm excited. I need to hear it. I went for drinks with uh Colberry the other night and, and my other buddy Corey Bissonette, who plays guitar. Cole sings and plays guitar. And apparently they finished it. So oh, that's awesome. That. Can't wait. So obviously. You know, the beginning of these things, I'm going to say it in the first person, but it obviously didn't happen to me. It happened to a friend of a friend of a friend of mine. Of course. Now, it's been a while, so I might be a little bit rusty, so bear with me here. Now, this this certain situation, it takes place in, you know, a city kind of, I don't know how to describe it, probably maybe like a town, like you could consider it more like, a, like the interior of British Columbia. Would it be cut off, all its major highways be severed at the moment? I mean, that could be a good way to describe it. Okay. Right? So it's a nice, more of like a vacation town anyways, right? Like just a town in the interior. Yep. So, so th in this certain situation, in this in this night shift, our, our friend, me in this situation, just going to say me, right? Obviously. He was working in a night shift. And call comes in from dispatch. On this night in particular, our friend here, he's, he's working on the advanced life support ambulance. He's been... He's been slowly advancing his education as much as he can. So he got called up to work on the advanced life support bus. Now, what happens a lot where is the advanced life support, they only go to more more of the serious calls. And a lot of the times, a, a BLS, a PCP, a primary care uh, paramedic ambulance, will be dispatched on scene. And then that crew on scene will will call into dispatch and be like, we need the advanced life support. This is what we got. Right. And in this certain situation, you know, the PCP crew showed up and we're like, holy fuck, we need, we need ACPs. So call comes in, confirmed cardiac arrest, crew already on scene. Okay. So we come flying down to this, to this property. Now we're kind of out in a little bit more of a rural area and you pull up and it's this nice big beautiful house and in in bold letters on the address says carriage house in behind okay so i'm zooming in to the carriage house and as we come in there's cars lining this driveway right so it almost looks like they're having a little bit of a party right so i'm like okay maybe these people are having a party in the house and in this carriage house you know the renters you know mm -hmm. had some type of medical emergency in this situation it's been it's been confirmed as a cardiac arrest from the other ambulance crew, right? So you'd, you know, so you know what you're walking into. So as we get in the ambulance, we grab all our resus equipment, our cardiopulmonary resuscitation gear. So you know, we're getting our monitor, we're getting our intubation kit, we're getting our med kits, everything, because we're, you know, we're going to try and resuscitate this person. And on the cat, you know, it said another thing too is that it was a 46 year old woman. Right? Pretty young to be having a cardiac arrest. So initially you're, you know, 
early onset for a cardiac for for a heart attack for an MI. So maybe you know, is there drugs involved? What's happening? This could potentially be a party. Anyways, just as as you're approaching a scene, you kind of do like a you you do a size up from the from the window, right? Like you start as you're driving, you read the CAD with your partner, and you bounce ideas back and forth to kind of be ready to be prepared for what you're walking into, right? Right. You go through a little bit of a scene, so that's kind of what we're working. That's our working diagnosis here before you've even looked at this patient. We have no idea. So we walk into this room, and right away, it's not a carriage house. It's this big open area, right? And right in the middle of it, it's a big table. There's chairs. Chairs are cut. A couple chairs are splayed out. They're knocked over. There's a group of people kind of off in the corridor. Some people kind of holding each other, crying. There's a firefighter doing CPR. There's a paramedic administering um, ventilation with a BVM, a bag valve mask. Right. So we walk in. Okay, guys, what do we got here? And the crew kind of gives us a handout report right away. And they're like, hey, listen, we walked in. Uh, they called 911 for this lady. She was screaming hysterically. She wasn't making any sense. And by the time we got here, we basically, as the door opened, we watched her. We watched her hit the ground. Oh, Walked up, fuck. checked her carotid, no carotid, initiated CPR. And we got there within 10 to 12 minutes. So they've already been a couple rounds of CPR. Now, there hasn't been a shockable rhythm yet, right? So which means this lady has no heart rhythm whatsoever. There's no heart activity. So okay. you need so, you need a rhythm in order to shock back to. Believe it or not, despite what you've seen in fucking what's that show called again? I fucking Grey's Anatomy. Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> you do not. We're not shocking asystole. Asystole is that flat line. We're, we don't shock that. That's not what we do. Right. Okay. So we are going to shit. We're gonna we're gonna shock ventricular fibrillation and ventricular ventricular tachycardia. So those are the two shot just, rhythms we're going to show. She is in neither of those rhythms when the PCP got, PCP group got there. So anyways, we take over. Okay, we hook up my job. I hook up the monitor. The monitor confirms she is so right away what we see is we're getting we're getting some PEA, which is pulseless electric 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 Why can't I fucking talk? Those are some big fucking words. Electrical activity. Electric electrical I'm taking over Braden's fucking Someone, peanut butter. Someone's got to do it. <laughs> electrical activity. Pulseless electrical activity. Okay. So she's showing a rhythm there, but there's no pulse. Right? So right away, what we do is we ask them, get away, get on the carotid, no pulse, but there is some movement on the monitor. Get back on the fucking chest, keep pounding away. Uh, my partner looks at me because he's taking a lead. He's like, do you mind in intubating this lady? Of course. Get down, get the blade out, open up, have a look. Okay, I see the cords, everything, cords out of the way. Intubate. As I'm looking down at this woman, so I'm at I'm at her head while she's receiving CPR. This woman does not have a pulse on her own. Her heart is not beating on her own right now. She is receiving CPR, right? I go down, intubate. As I'm intubating, I'm looking down at her. And I'm like, okay, great. Grab me the BVM. And as I'm looking down, suddenly her eyes look up oh. and they look at my eye, right? Like she looks right into my eyes and I'm kind of like, am I seeing something? Like, what the fuck? Go to the carotid and I'm like, stop CPR, stop CPR. Okay, no carotid. So obviously I'm seeing things, right? No, she didn't look at me. I'm tripping balls. It's in the middle of the night. Obviously I'm a little bit fucking dazed. Get back on the chest. No big deal. Partner looks at me. Hey, 
Do you mind starting a large bore IV if you can find a weight? If you can find a fucking vein, great, start that IV. If you can't, we'll go IO. I'm like, you know what? She's young. She's probably got good veins. Grab an H gauge IV, and I go down to start, and I to start an intravenous in her anti-cubicle vein. So, boom, you know, I'm pretty good at IVs. Hit it, great. And as I hit this IV, I feel a flinch in the arm. And a lot of times as you're doing CPR, you know, limbs can flop around, right? But I like noticeably feel this woman flinch, kind of like a quick pull. And it's like totally, like it was purposeful movement, right? And I'm like, holy, like I look up and I'm like, I was like, stop CPR. I'm like, do you have a, I was like, check, do you have a, a femoral artery? Like, so for, femoral artery is right in the groin, right? So they go and they pelt. And, you know, the PCP guy's like, no, I don't have a femoral. I'm like, what? okay, well, let me feel really quick. Like, this woman pulled away from me. She fucking pulled away from me. Go and feel nothing. And at this point in time, we've been into CPR for about 45 minutes, okay? This entire time, all we've gotten is PEA. We've got no epi-driven pulses, which is, you know, normally it's pretty standard to get a pulse, uh, a, a, a epi-driven pulse. We've dumped some amiodarone into this. We've basically dumped... We've basically dumped the whole fucking pharmacy on this woman. She's young. We've got no medical history. You on threw her. the kitchen sink so this at point, her. Absolutely. We've done it all. And this time, you know, so my partner's like, I'm going to go talk to friends, family. We're going to find out what's going on. So I'm kind of overshadowing. And I'm, at this point in time, I'm kind of, at the same time, I'm working with this guy, but I'm also shadowing. I'm learning. I'm new. I'm practicing at a higher level for, for the first time in a long time, right? Like, so I'm kind of shadowing and he's like, okay, so like what exactly happened? He wants to know things like what, what preceded this, this event? You know, were you guys exerting yourself? Was she complaining? Was she not feeling good? Was she feeling nauseated or sick? Was she feeling short of breath? Did she feel lightheaded, dizzy? Did she have any chest pain or pressure? Right? And the lady's like, no. she's like, well, it was a pretty significant stressful event. And we're like, okay, what happened? She's like, well, I'm a spirit guide. Oh, fuck. I'm like, okay. And, and my partner's like, well, okay, listen, like, I don't give a fuck about that. Like, you know, was she, did she have any complaints, anything like that? She's like, well, she was quite stressed out. It was a, it was an, a, an exceptionally emotional event. She was crying. She didn't clutch her chest, but she kept repeating darkness, 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 darkness. And then she went down. Okay. And like, we asked, like, does she have any friends or family here? Does anybody know her well? And like, no, you know, like this is, this is a group of people who have met tonight to, you know, reach out to the deceased. And my partner's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? <laughs> got little to no time about this. So he's like, okay, anyways, he's like, I got to go make a call to our doctor, see if we can get discontinuation orders or if we're going to transport this woman. And at this point, we've had nothing. We've got no response from any of our drugs other than, and I'm like looking at him being like, listen, man, like she looked at me she moved like I'm like I've never seen anything and he looked at me he's like I mean we are perfusing the brain the the brain is getting blood the brain is getting oxygen I mean it's it's bizarre I've never seen it but potentially maybe you know the something just G happened the CPR is you know like potentially but neither of us have seen it he's like I don't know he kind of looked at me like I was tripping balls so he goes and calls a doc gets discontinuation orders they pronounce this woman you know deceased and I go over to this woman, and I'm like, I need to know a little bit more about this. Like, this is this is super bizarre. And, she, and I'm like, so, I'm like, what is this? She's like, well, we were doing a seance. Oh, fuck. 
And she's like, she's like, just like you guys perform patient confidentiality, we perform patient confidentiality, so I can't give you any more information on this. I'm like, okay, like, eggs anyways, whatever. So the doctor decides not, he's like, you know what? Like, I don't think we can pronounce this woman yet. She's young. We have no record of her having any, anything. So he decides, he's like, no, we're not going to pronounce her. Told the ACP, too bad. You guys are transporting. So we continue CPR, take her into the hospital. Get her to the emergency room. They work her for a little bit longer. They end up cracking her chest, everything. They do everything they can. So by the time we finish, we're hours and hours into this, right? So we're leaving, we're fucking cleaning up everything. Oh, spooky. So anyways, um, we get there and the family's there. And we reach out to the family and I'm like, okay, like, I'm very sorry for your loss. And they're like, yeah, like, it's okay. Listen, she shouldn't have been there in the beginning with. It's stupid. She's been so obsessed with this. Like, it's just sad. Like, hopefully she's not hurting anymore. And like, and I'm like, I was like, if you don't mind you, if you don't mind telling me, like, what, what the hell's going on? She says, well, we, you know, this, this was supposedly her older brother. And his the older brother said, he's like, well, we had a younger, she had a twin sister that we lost when we were kids. She was abducted. And we don't know what happened to her. And she's been going to these seances and talking to psychics and trying to talk to her sister and find out what happened to her. Fuck. And that's all. That's it. That's it. That's all the information I got. I couldn't. The, the lady who was leading the seance didn't tell me if they made contact with anybody or anything that happened. All we know is that she was screaming. So she went for a seance, had a cardiac arrest, and could not be revived in the end. Before before she went into arrest, she was frantically screaming darkness. She was yelling darkness? Before she fucking arrested. Oh, she went too far. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she tried contacting her sister and the person that killed her sister is who she ended up getting and just fucking shut it down. Weird. Dude, right? Like, I don't know, man. Fucking weird, right? How? That's so crazy. Wild. That's the mongoose. That's the mongoose file for this week. Fuck. But I'm telling you, boys, like, I've never, I swear to you, I swear she looked me in the eyes. Or she looked our friend of a friend in the eyes. Like, I swear. Like, I'm telling you, like, looked as I'm finished in debating her, like, looked up at me. And, like, made eye contact. And I've never, like, I, I've never fucking felt that before. It was crazy bizarre. It's like she was, like, I, you know, there was brain activity. Like, we're perfusing her brain. She had arrested... You know, not long after the PCPs got there, they responded within like not even like at least I think there was like a six, seven minute response time. There was bystander CPR being done like she was be, she was perfused. Well, when we got there, she was warm still. So they're they're moving so, blood through her. It was going. Yeah, she yeah. was she was circulating blood. Her brain had oxygen. But I don't know, boys like. I, and that's the only time the friend of a friend of has ever seen that. That's yeah, that's what he told me anyways. Wild. 
Yeah, he's seen some weird shit, and this one was pretty fucking weird. Like, no matter what, no matter how long you've been doing the job, according to my friend of a friend, like whenever, you, a lot of times you'll go, you know, you'll go to these calls, you'll do these wellness checks where people have been deceased for quite some time. Right, and you see them, and there's lividity, like blood pooling, and they're rigor mortis, they're rigor, they're rock hard, and they're fucking deader than dead. But you still go and you still check, and a lot of times they're in these weird contorted positions, right? And yeah. you just don't know. And you go and you, you know, you you oscillate at the carotid, or you you put your stethoscope and just listen for heart sounds. And in the back of your head, are like, is this guy gonna fucking jump out and scare the shit on me? <laughs> like, you know, like you're just yeah. I, well, you know, our friend of friends probably a little bit of a pussy like me. But so it's always in the back of my mind. And then for that person to look at him like that, like just like, I don't know. Yeah, that's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty bizarre. All right, uh, let's start wrapping this episode up. Who do we got for a theorite of the week, baby? Oh, our theorite of the week. Well, it's probably one of my favorite fans. Well deserved again. I think, I think we got to fucking another, we got to add him to the ranks of the two time theorite of the weeks. Our theory of the week this week is Uncle Slam. Uncle Slam, supporter of the show. You, you know, you sometimes to get a two-time, you, you got to do something special. And I got to pull one up here. Uh, put it on display. This guy's hand-carved, hand-whittled some wood. Hand-crafted. Hand-crafted some ATT bottle openers for the four of us. Fucking awesome. And, not all, and the paint is like a UV paint. You like charge it with these like little UV flashlight and then it glows in the dark. That's so badass. But it, does, it doesn't glow in the dark with regular light. You got to use these. He sent these little UV flashlights. Uh, also called him with a great story on Cosmic Channels last night. So Uncle Slam, welcome to the two-time. Thank you. Well-deserved. Well two-time tier. Yeah. Thanks very much for supporting the show, being a valued member of the community. All right, and if you want early access to the case files, the live stream, the Discord, all the bonus stuff, patreon.com slash podcast, or find the link in the podcast description. This week's newest supporters. Christicles. <laughs> Just a great one. That's a great That's name. That's a great one. <laughs> Gilbert Ortega. Brian. I have to be really careful when I read these now. I like pre-screen, read ahead. They're all, someone's always trying to fuck with me. JP Prinsloo. No, you didn't get me. Sounds normal. Sounds normal. Steven Maranto, Marantu, and L, L Shardy. That's what brains do right now. Big old shark somewhere down. <laughs> Just one constant shark. One shard constant shark down trip. there in Mexico. He does. He does have a tendency to get stomach problems on channel. <laughs> yeah, all the beer, all the food's probably playing havoc with them. Boom. Now we'll grill, grill them a little more in after hours. But as we always say, keep those eyes on the skies. Peace.